you know, yeah. his, you know, he did not give authorization to put the coming soon on there. Cause, and he even said when he read that, he's just like, it's not coming soon. Like, what, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So jump yeah. more or less. And, and, and all, he didn't really dive too much into it, which is totally fair. You know, you don't want to out, uh, out jump too much in private conversations, but jump more or less was trying to kind of force his hand to basically speed up season two of burn the witch. Cause I mean, I mean, we, we've already talked about the sales for burn the witch, you know, a few episodes ago that the sales for the one volume were fucking insane. Oh, ridiculous. Dude. Yeah. Like, it was up there competing with like black clover, Jitsu Kaisen, Dr. Stone. Like the sales for that thing was insane. So naturally fucking uh, jump would want it to be oh, yeah, like, hey, another can we, flagship. Can, can we get that here a little bit sooner? Yeah. And Kubo's like, <laughs> nah, fam Ligma. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Welcome in to Animan Plus Episode 9. I'm your host, Alex Light. Join with me as always. I have Josh here over the phones. I also have Zach here in studio. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing good, doing great. Today's another great day for some anime manga talks. Uh, I will say one thing just for addressing this very quickly. We are recording this on Thursday, November 19th. We are aware there are new chapters coming out tomorrow, the, uh, November 20th for Weekly Shonen Jump. But we went ahead and decided to record today on Thursday just because uh, I'll be up front. I got plans tomorrow. I got, I got shit I got to do. So the chapters that come out tomorrow, we will cover them next week. For episode 10, we're hitting double digits now, which is always a cool thing to see. Um, so decent amount of news today. I don't think as much as last week. Some of this stuff is pretty quick hits, honestly. Uh, we do have Josh here finally watched an anime that I've been trying to get this dude to watch for a fucking year now. So big excited to hear his full thoughts on that. Uh, Josh started reading a new series in Weekly Shonen Jump. I started reading a new series in Weekly Shonen Jump. We have our normal anime reviews, our normal chapter reviews. But first and foremost, let's go through the plugs here. Make sure to go check out the other podcast, Lighthearted. If you're into gaming, movies, TV, we've got a lot of cool stuff going on over there, including the Lighthearted Game Awards. It's going to be live streamed at twitch.tv slash alexlight23 and twitch.tv slash thirdlifegaming on December 10th. I don't know what time we're going live. We'll say that over at Lighthearted. I think it's going to be around probably 5.30 or so. Uh, I know the show starts at 6 and it runs till 10 o'clock. Um, make sure to go check out us on our social uh, platforms if you want to support us further. The Patreon is a great way to do it, and we greatly appreciate it. Shout out to our Tier 4 patron, Jared. Jared, I believe you are owed a topic and a question, I think. I'm going to have to follow up on that. And don't forget, we're on like 7,000 platforms now, so that's always cool. So pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we will be there. Still no word on Pandora iHeartRadio, though. Haven't heard from them yet. So Transistor's more or less just a wormhole for yes. podcasts. Yes. Well, that's really how, like, all RS feed, like, feed companies like this work, hosting sites, is they basically, you pay for the feed itself, then you can just whore it out to everyone. Like, here, take, take a little bit of my show. Take a little bit of my show. That's basically how hosting sites work. Well, now we need a fan art of just Anime <laughs> Plus and Lighthearted <laughs> on a street corner with just Transistor behind it. Basically. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, um... We can get we can get Jared to draw that since Jared drew the uh, the very famous drawing within our group that I cannot say in full detail on this show what it involves, but if you're listening to the show and you're in the group and Jared, 
you know exactly what picture I'm talking oh, about. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last time I found this picture and I sent it to him, his exact words were, I tried to move away to escape my gay past, but it continues to follow me. Yeah, you told me that. <laughs> you can't escape, Jared. You can't escape. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the news here. So the first thing that I want to talk about, because this is actually some pretty big news, and it's actually pretty interesting to see what's going to happen going forward. But uh, Kishimoto is officially taking over the writing for the Boruto manga starting after chapter 52, which comes out in like a week. Uh, very interesting to see what's going to happen with this. Honestly, I think it's just so, in my opinion, I think it's just so he can personally kill off Naruto and Sasuke or Naruto or Sasuke. I'm fully convinced Sasuke is going to die at some point. Uh, just That's just based on a few different things, um, you know, most notably. You know, we look at the uh, the adult Boruto in episode one and chapter one. He's very clearly rocking uh, some of Sasuke's gear there. He's got Sasuke's headband, which Sasuke has pretty much already given to him anyway. And he's got Sasuke's sword. I, I just fully believe Sasuke is going to bite it at some point. Uh, it is, it's, you know, for anyone that is a fan of Boruto and has read chapter one or seen episode one, you know that, you know, Kawaki obviously references something happened to Naruto. We don't know what sealed away, killed. I don't know. So Kishimoto taking over is very interesting. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people actually aren't happy about it. A I mean, that makes me curious because who was our author on Boruto? Um, I don't, I think his name was, uh, Kodichi, I believe was his name. I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, Kishimoto oversaw the project. You know, he basically created the characters like Boruto and Sadara, Mitsuki, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then someone else kind of handled the the normal writing month to month. And then there was also another artist as well. But now Kishimoto is coming in to handle the writing himself. And there's actually a lot of people that's not happy about it. Um, a lot of people are, are not happy about it because, you know, Kishimoto is pretty famous for not writing female characters well. He doesn't really do good female character development. Uh, that's something that he really, and this is something he even admits and he wants to like, has tried to improve on and he tried to improve on with, um, you know, Samurai 8 and tried to improve on like romance and stuff like that. But so a lot of people are worried about like Sadara's character development and character uh, route that she can possibly take, which I mean, if I'm going to be up front as a manga reader, I don't think it's that deep of character you know, besides her little spinoff that she had of 10 chapters, uh, which came out right after the manga ended called Naruto Gaiden, uh, the spring of something I don't remember, but it's completely Sadara focused. And it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It got animated as well. But other than that, and like just a regular Boruto manga, I personally don't feel like there's a whole lot for Sadara there. I mean, the, where we've been up to this, por uh, this point, it's been very heavily Boruto focused, obviously. And it's, you know, also been very focused on Kawaki as of late. So, I mean, uh, people are worried about that, but I don't really know what there's a lot to worry about at this time being. And then I also, uh, I got to point out, man, um, I've seen a lot of comments where it's just like, oh, well, he's just coming in to try to save it because Boruto is a sinking ship and stuff, blah, 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 because of how boring it is. And I'm just like, <laughs> you're clearly an anime watcher. That's fucking clear. Because like anyone that reads the manga knows better because the manga has been fucking amazing for a very long time. So all I got from you from that is that people may be angry that he's taken over, but from what I'm getting, there's more or less a fairly clean slate for him to run with pretty much anything for anyone. Pretty much. And, you know, I think one thing that's also going to be really interesting to see what happens with him taking over is where we are in the manga now. We're reaching a point where the story is going to go off into 
a new a new path because it's going to now start to really focus on Boruto. I fully believe that. You know, we've been kind of set up and teased in a lot of different ways for a while, and I don't really feel like this is spoilers considering this is a monthly manga. This stuff I'm mentioning came out like eight, nine, ten Two months years ago. ago. Yeah, like we're getting to that point where Naruto is going to be out of the picture. I mean, it's literally referenced in episode one and in chapter one of Boruto that, you know, Boruto literally says the words, you know, this is my story, not my dad's, but my dad was part of it for a while. That's literally how they set this up. So at some point, we're going to reach that that time skip type of moment where we're going to go into like a Boruto Shippuden, for example, yeah. you know, however you want to call it a Boruto part two. And it's going to be more focused on those characters. So, I mean, I don't think this is a bad thing for him taking over. One thing I'm curious about is if it's going to be taken off uh, a monthly sc- schedule. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's currently part of V jump. I, I mean, I don't know the differences between every single fucking jump out there. There's like jump plus V jump weekly Shonen jump. I mean, obviously we know about weekly, but like, I mean, I don't know if he, they would have to move it from V jump to like jump plus or something. I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool if it could be at least bi-weekly at the very least. That'd be dope. Kinda like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they got a magazine for that one too, for bi-weekly. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice to see it come off a monthly schedule. Um, the other manga. I mean, before we move on, I mean, you know, it's also a possibility because we've been talking forever about how Jump wants, you know, the next big thing. Yes. And having Kishimoto come back onto Boruto, yep. you know, would, you know, kind of make it a bigger thing than it is. Something that they could, you know, possibly move into Weekly Shonen Jump. Imagine that, dude. Imagine if they put Boruto in Weekly Shonen Jump. Dude, it, I personally would be very excited for that. Him saying that yeah. makes me think. So, yeah, they are looking for something because something else you post in our. Uh, Discord thing is the whole Kubo thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna touch on that here in a minute because I mean we've been talking about this this base topic for a while now. It feels like of where Jump is so desperate for their next big hit. You know they want to get back to the point where they were in like the mid 2000s where they had Boruto, One Piece, Bleach, and over well, over in Japan, you know Hitman Reborn that were just pumping out sales left and right. You know they want to get back to that point. You know so and- they're they're so desperate for it. And what would, you know, be, if, what would be better than that time? Well, it would be great to have One Piece, Boruto, and Kubo back in jump on, like, a permanent basis. Yeah, it's right. three flagships again. Yeah, the three flagship creators. Um, yeah. So, one other little tidbit involving another monthly manga that's released alongside Boruto every month. Dragon Ball Super is officially confirmed to be finishing up the arc that we've been in for like two fucking years uh, here next month with chapter 67. So, kind of curious what we're going to see where this whole thing goes next. Kind of curious how this fucking arc's going to end. It was like, it was going really awesome there for a little bit. And then like the last chapter, like last month, it's just like, what the fuck happened? Oh, it took a chainsaw man? Basically, where it's just like, what the fuck is this anymore? Like, what the fuck? I know it's Dragon Ball, but come on. I know very few months. The character realm will be back. I I know very little about Dragon Ball Super, but to me at this point, just sounds like the Marvel multiverse and how there's shit tons of worlds and no one understands half of them. Uh, that's uh, yeah i mean that's basically pretty accurate you know so i'm curious to see what's going to happen with the dragon ball super manga after the um after this arc is finally concluded and you know touching back on the kubo thing so uh kubo he actually did an interview recently about how he 
he claims and kind of says that Jump kind of tried to force his hand into try to get Burn the Witch Part 2 or Season 2, whatever you want to call it, out a lot faster. Like, one little tidbit that he, uh, you know, said, which I've yet to actually read this. I want to. I haven't got around to it. Just been lazy, I guess. Is the last page of the, uh, I think it's like, what, five chapters? I don't remember. Uh, has the coming soon, part Season 2 coming soon down at the bottom. And Kubo said that he, that wasn't, he, 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 that wasn't authorized by him to put on there. Jump put that on there. You know, yeah. his, you know, he did not give authorization to put the coming soon on there. Cause and he even said when he read that, he's just like, it's not coming soon. Like, what, I was like, me? <laughs> um, no. Yeah. So jump yeah. more or less. And, and, and all, he didn't really dive too much into it, which is totally fair. You know, you don't want to out, uh, out jump too much in private conversations, but jump more or less was trying to kind of force his hand to basically speed up, season two of burn the witch. Cause I mean, I mean, we, we've already talked about the sales for burn the witch, you know, a few episodes ago that the sales for the one volume were fucking insane. Oh, ridiculous. Dude. Yeah. Like, it was up there competing with like black clover, Jitsu Kaisen, Dr. Stone. Like the sales for that thing was insane. So naturally fucking uh, jump would want it to be oh, yeah, like, hey, another can we, flagship. Can, can we get that here a little bit sooner? Yeah. And Kubo's like, <laughs> nah, fam ligma. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, I had also read a, uh, like an interview with him where he was talking about how the fans really want season two or part yeah, two or whatever yeah. really soon as well. And he's like, I'm I'll give it to you, but it's not going to come out anytime soon. Like it'll get, get there when I, when I get it there. Like I'm in no rush. I'm in no hurry despite how everyone wants me to be. Yeah, and he, you know, in talking about how the fans wanted, he he also talked about that in the same interview where he's just like, all the fans, you know, they read this coming soon at that last page, and they're all in, under the impression he's going to start sometime soon. And he's sitting there, he's just like, yeah, I'm reading people's opinions on social media where they're just like speculating, oh, he'll start writing, he'll start drawing up season two soon, he'll start drawing up season two soon. And I'm just sitting here like, do I need to start drawing up season two soon? Like, I yeah, mean, that's, that's what I read. <laughs> it's like. Basically, this was just a passion project for him. So he's just like, yo, I made my money. I'm good. I'm just vibing, man. <laughs> I mean, Kubo's in his own level of popularity and whatnot. Because even just like the last couple, well, name the last couple, like the last real big arc of Bleach, mm -hmm. that came out really slow. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was still technically a weekly manga, but like I, I feel like it went on a lot longer than it really needed to. So I feel like he was calling in some of those chapters. <laughs> Right. Yeah, true. You know, it'll be interesting and to see what, what comes out of this situation, honestly. Uh, you know, because, you know, I can understand Jump wanting to like, try to get it to like, like the weekly thing with the sales that the first volume did. But Kubo's, uh, you know, salute to Kubo for standing his ground on it. That's the bottom line. You know, and I know Josh and I, we, we also talked about, you know, the same thing way back on the original version of Anime, where it's like salute to the creator of Demon Slayer to stick into their guns about how they were going to end the story. Because obviously we've seen all what Demon Slayer has done in terms of sales. It's unfucking believable It's stuff that we have not seen since stuff like, like, since like One Piece, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, it ends, you know, in my opinion, pretty short compared to what, you know, some others like a Bleach or a Naruto, obviously One Piece, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. You know, because it's only got a little bit north of 200 yeah. uh, in terms of chapters. So, but, you know, shout out to, you know, creators for actually sticking to their guns like Kubo and the creator of Demon Slayer for like, no, this is how this is how the story is going to end. And then Kubo's case, like, nah, this is when I'm going to do it. Deal with it. <laughs> Just be and lucky I, I'm putting it in your magazine. I just did some quick quick research on Burn the Witch because I didn't really read it or know anything about it. And two things popped up when I Googled it. One is a shit ton of places saying season two confirmed. And <laughs> that goes along with like 
he didn't confirm it though. Jump kind of like put the season like coming soon thing. The second thing is I didn't know that Burn the Witch took place in the Bleach universe. I in, like the London know that. I, I didn't in know the that. London-based Soul Society, which is really weird because Jump pressured him to end Bleach like as soon as possible. So it's just really weird that Burn the Witch is like taken off and Jump's like, well, okay, we need more. But when Bleach was in publication, they're like, all right, you gotta you gotta end this soon. Like we. So that's really weird to me reading that, finding that out. I didn't know that's how Burn the Witch was taking place because, like I said, I don't know much about it, and it's just extremely fucking popular. Yeah, basically, it, just, it takes place in the Bleach universe and the uh, the London like Soul Society base. Huh. Okay. So it's like all in the Bleach universe, which you know, like I said, makes it just really weird that Jump wants more, considering they wanted to end Bleach as soon as possible, and you like even even get to really finish. I apparently need to look at synopsis again for that series because reading the synopsis didn't make me think Bleach Universe at all. Yeah, it's about two witches that work for that society. Um, the hmm. synopsis I just read. Interesting. So. Yeah, I mean, sooner. I mean, it's got like what five chapters. Sooner or later, I got to sit down and read it. I don't know why. Yeah, or, or watch the three episodes I on mean, Crunchyroll chapters. But from what I remember, there's actually pretty lengthy chapter yeah they, they probably are i mean with with how he with how he's doing burn the witch you know i i, I assumed they were going to be lengthy but still i mean I, I can probably power through them pretty quickly you know um you know it'll be interesting to see what jump does man they're they're so desperate and uh talking about some other stuff involving some jumps uh we you know we already kind of mentioned this before in terms of uh how some three newbies are doing in terms of sales you know we got rankings for them but now we actually have some sales numbers and oh my god they are shit all right so first up we have me and roboco sold 8.6 million cop i mean thousand copies it feels a million that'd be fucking good that's a million's actually pretty good million's good my bad my bad we have magu chan which sold 8.4 thousand uh and then we have a hard boiled cop and a dolphin only sold 7.3 this is horrible these are horrible numbers those are really bad numbers, but I mean, it just goes back to what we were saying. Jump's looking for their next big thing, and all they're getting are a bunch of duds. So yeah, that's... they seem kind of desperate to get everyone back. Yeah, they're trying to get the gang all back together. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I we'll see those three get axed at some point. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. What's going to come out of, uh, I already forgot the name of it, the, the Jump Fest that's here at the end of December. Oh, yeah, that is coming um, up, isn't it? Yeah, so <laughs> it'll be very interesting to see what's going to come out of that. Because, I mean, Jump Fest, that's where a lot of series get their takeoff. I mean, we're going to see a lot of one-shots for series in there, and that's going to be really what's going to kick off what we're going to see come out in 2021. I mean, if I remember correctly, I, I don't think it's both of them, but one of them, either My Hero or Black Clover, one of them was in Jump Fiesta years ago. I can't remember which one, because uh, I... I I, I, remember, I know about the My Hero one shot. I think shot. it was Black Clover. I think, yeah, I think it was. Cause I'm pretty sure the My Hero one shot came out at a different time. But, I mean, jump, jump, uh, the Jump Fest, man, Jump Fest, Jump Fiesta, whatever it's called, That that's going to be a very interesting thing to keep an eye on. I'm going to try to get my hands on some of these one shots online because I want to see what uh, we could possibly see in the future, what we're going to possibly see in 2021. Because, I mean, it won't be long before these three series here get axed. It, it won't be long. 
I mean, I give, yeah. it, give it to at the most beginning of the year. And when the fuck is Maury King going to end? God damn it. Yeah, that's what I was about to bring up. I was like, Maury King's still going. When, I, I, I haven't even seen Maury King sales. Like, I want to know when the f- what, what kind of sales are these things bringing in for it to get up to 30 something chapters? What the fuck? It's apparently doing well enough. It's. I did not. Compared like to it. what we were reading that we really loved, yeah. Maury King is not that good. Yeah, Time Paradox Ghost Rider was phenomenal. Bone Collection. I love was, Bone was Collection phenomenal. so much. Yeah, those were great series, and they both got axed. I skimmed through a couple more King chapters. I didn't actually read them, and but looking at it, it's it's at that level of dumb that some series get a major pass on, and for some reason, people fall in love. Like, I can't, I can't even think of the series. There's like an older series from like mid two thousands called Psychic. Um, it's about some psychic kid. He's got pink hair, and he's living in like regular society and some shit. Not sure. Okay, I'd have to look up the name. Yeah, I'm not sure on that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find out some Warrior King sales. I want to. I want to. How the fuck it's possible for uh, this series to still be going on right now? Um, so let's go ahead and let's wrap up a couple. You know, with the news here, I got a couple other things to touch on. Number one, uh, Chainsaw Man anime incoming, more than likely. We just kind of like we saw last week with the whole Dragon Ball, you know, new domains being created. We did see a domain get created for Chainsaw Man, and like we talked about last week for Dragon Ball, that honestly could be a lot of different things. I still think it's going to be something involving a new anime. It's we're getting about that time, that or another new movie. But for Chainsaw Man. That's an anime. I mean, what else would it fucking be? Let's be real. Well, you know, it, it's to a point where it's going to be getting an anime here at some point. So I would go ahead and probably assume that maybe like, I don't know, let's say mm, fall of next year could get episode one of Chainsaw Man, which is going to further add up to what is already set up to be a phenomenal 2021 of anime. So we'll uh, looking forward to that, seeing what we're going to get out of that. And then the last little bit of news, the Attack on Titan manga is apparently 1% to 2% from ending. The It aims to be completed by the end of the year. And all i got to say is big fucking rip to that magazine that it's a part of because, goddamn, there is nothing else in there that's worth a shit, at least in my opinion. Well, here's the thing I didn't even realize... There was a magazine. I thought Attack on Titan was just its own thing. And I found that series I was talking about. Never seen that before. It's called The Disastrous Life of Saki K. Psyche K. And it's it's a dumb little series that was in Jump for the long time. It's just about some psychic guy, this purple-haired guy on the cover, and just the daily lives of the people around him and just complete brain dead. Hmm. But it was real popular. Yeah, I've never even heard of that one. Uh, but no, when it comes to Attack on Titan, it is part of an, a magazine. It's part of it. It's part of a separate magazine. I don't even remember the name of it. Um, I think it started with a B. I can't remember the name though. But I looked at the lineup, the current ongoing ch- uh, sh- uh, series for that. I think there was only like seven to eight like ongoing series in that magazine, and like the only one that was notable or you know mainstream was Attack on Titan. Everything else, it's like. The fuck is that? Hang on, I'm looking. Who, who, what, what, what is this? What is this about? I, I didn't know any of them. You know, meanwhile, like, you know, I, I sit here and I review Eden Zero every single week, but Eden, Eden Zero is part of a Weekly Shonen magazine. And that, that, that magazine's got some pretty, you know, solid series to help keep it alive. I mean, we got Eden Zero, you have Fire Force, you have Ace of the Diamond, you have Rent a Girlfriend, and there were some others. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I mean, it's got some stuff going for it, but I'm not kidding, man. The one that Attack on Titans on, you know, I've heard some news and stuff that, that magazine was desperate for the, a creator of Attack on Titan to do something else with Attack on Titan, you know, like a spinoff manga or something, and I, I, I can see why. He did Attack on Titan High School. Yeah, uh, that fuck, <laughs> I forgot about that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that magazine's good as fucking dead, dude. 
Um, so do you guys want to jump over to some anime talk or do you want to jump over to some, uh, some, some thoughts, some thoughts and whatnot over me and, you know, me and Josh, we've got some thoughts over some series we checked out. Where do you guys want to start? It doesn't matter to me. All right. Well, let's start with the thoughts. Yeah. Let's start with the thoughts. Cause Josh, I'll, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious what took you so long to watch shield hero, man. I don't know. To be honest, I have no idea. Well, talk about so. it. How'd, just, you, how'd you enjoy season one? Man, season one was so good. I'm so hyped for season two. I can't wait. And the fact that it comes out next year makes it even better. So it kind of made the wait worth it. So I don't have to wait as long. I mean, but, I just uh, read the manga. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was a manga yeah, there's, or anything there's, there's, until I even started it. Yeah, yeah it's a monthly. Like a, yeah, there's like a light novel. There's a manga. I don't know. There's, yeah, there's a light novel, Then, which I think the light novel is either finished or getting close to finishing. And then the manga is, on a month, is in a monthly magazine. But I enjoyed it. I, I was hooked from the first episode. When you told me that the first episode was what? 40-something minutes long. I was like, I don't know, because I... I mean, earlier it's, it's a super solid Nobelese. opening. Yeah, I mean, it is super solid. Because I tried to watch, you know, No Belief, and I watched OVA, and then episode one, I was like, oh, that's probably like the longest hour of my life. Um, <laughs> but Shield Hero kept me entertained, and I'm not going to lie, I binge-watched almost half the, the, ser- the season in one day. That's what it does to it you. It was so good. That's yeah, true. man, it sucked <laughs> me in. Who's best girl? Rastalia. Rastalia? That's best girl, in my opinion. My, who's best girl in your opinion? I'm curious, Zach. Like, you have a face where it's like, I can't tell if you th- if you were expecting a different answer. <laughs> I mean, Raftalia is my, my second, my personal favorite girl, even though she doesn't get that much shine in this uh, first season, which I can't even think of her name because it's been a while. Uh, the Jewelry Girl. Oh, at the, at the end of the first season? Yes. Okay. One of the other dimensional heroes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, something Alexandrite or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it was a I, stone name because of all the gems. Right. Right. Yeah, she's literally in like two episodes. Yeah. But I think and they were the hmm? last two episodes. I think. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. So, what do you think of bitch? Okay, <laughs> did it ever? Did it ever get to where? Because uh, I, I never ever finished watching the anime. Did it get to where her and her father got punished? Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That was the best episode. It was the vindication I wanted so much. Right. <laughs> I fuck her. Man, I, after that first episode, I couldn't fucking stand her. And when it got to that trial, I was like, yeah, cut her fucking head off. <laughs> you're, you're now forever named a bitch and shit. It's slut. Or she, it might be shit in the manga. I don't know. It was slut in the anime. Yeah. Oh, did they change? It's, okay. It's, her name is, uh, is bitch, and then her adventurer name is slut. And yeah. then the king's name is now trash. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is in the anime. Yeah. Fuck that bitch, dude. All right, to give, to give an Fuck example of how much I fucking despise those characters, it's on, like, in terms of, like, game universe, it's on the same level of how much I fucking hate Micah Bell from Red Dead Redemption 2, and I fucking 
hate Micah Bell. I mean, you say you hate those characters. I see that as fucking fantastic writing. No, I mean, I agree with you. It is. It's that, great writing. And that's why, like, in a, in a weird sense, I love, like, Micah Bell because it's just the, I can't remember the actor's name, but, you know, he portrayed the character so well, the writing is so well done, and that that's massive props to that. And it's the same thing with these two characters. It's great writing. Like, to, because if you're going to hate a character because of just the shit they do in the series and stuff like that, then that's just good writing. You know, yeah, God, I, but, I mean, them. it's not a point where like the writing's so good that I actually like them. It's just, I, I just hate them, and I hate the fact that they live, and that I've spoiled myself on stuff that happens. You know something? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Involving but, the king, uh, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But oh man, it was so good. And when like, what's the dude's name? That's the scythe. Hero from Zark. the other world, yeah. Zayark, I yeah. think. Zayark, I believe is right. Oh man, that dude's so fucking cool. Yeah, yo, shout out to uh, uh, I shout this out with the English dub for Yashahime, but shout out to uh, Kagi Films for being the English voice actor for Zayark, YouTuber to voice actor. Shout out to that. That's always just cool nice. stuff to see, man. I've been I've been watching Kagi Films for a while. Alejandro Sam, he's the voice of Zark. I know he voices um, Shallot in Dragon Ball Legends at mobile game. He also voices uh, Yuri in Fire Emblem Three Houses. So just shout out to that. That's always cool, man. Yeah. Kind of like the YouTuber that's the voice of Leon in uh, Pokemon Journeys. Yeah, that's the same character, actually. Uh, is it? Yeah, this is actually that's actually the same person. Yeah, it's Alejandro Sal. Right on. Yeah, Kagi Films. Yeah, he voices Leon. I'm glad you mentioned that. that was the one that I forgot. Yeah, the same person actually. <laughs> uh, cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't, didn't watch it dubbed though. Surprising, I know. Considering the last time I watched a new anime, I watched it dubbed. Yeah. That's different as Johnny and Bosch in it. I'll watch anything dubbed that he voices. I mean, Johnny and Bosch is pretty good at what he does. So. And yeah, that's still, not, that's still not enough for me to watch uh, Heroes Rising English dub, though. I have no desire to watch that English dub. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he is nine. Yeah, he? he's nine. I have no desire to watch it, though. I, I'm fine with go checking out some clips on YouTube of him voicing it. That's good enough for me. I'll watch the sub. Yeah. Bako's voice is okay. Up. I can't stand Deku's. Uh, your rock is all right. All Might's is unfortunately fitting. I hate it, but it is. Um, it is really fitting. I hate it, but it is because I'm not a big Chris Sabat fan. But unfortunately, it's fitting. Uh, there's, a, there's there's just a lot of voices in the English dub for my hero. I'm not a fan of. I feel yeah. yeah. So I think it's mainly Deku that did it in for me. I was like, I can't voice. Also, to finish up here, talking about Shield Hero. So, Josh, do you do you now understand why I told you Shield Hero was the one that I was most pumped for for next year? Dude, I totally understand. Yeah. I God, finished it and I was like. Man, I wish there was like a video game or something because, like, I kind of just want to, because, you know, it's all set up like a video game. Like, yeah, I just yeah. want to play something. I mean, it does a lot of crossovers with mo- mobile games. It does. It, dude, there is a lot of crossovers. I've seen those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the mobile games it does crossovers with, but I've seen the little ads for them. Yeah. I don't think it's doing any crossovers right now, at least not in the Western mobile games. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do one with the uh, Seven Note, but Sun's one that does crossovers with everything else. <laughs> Yeah, actually, it was it was Summoner Wars. Actually, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Summoner Wars always does stuff like that. Uh, So, Josh, you did actually start reading another manga part of Weekly Shonen Jump, a manga that gets memed on a lot, where it gets memed on, where it's just like, how the fuck is this still going on? Like, they even meme on themselves, where the new lineup comes out, and they're just like, oh look, guys, we're not last this week in the in the chapter lineup. So, you started reading a Gravity Boys. What what have you thought about it so far? Well, I specifically started reading it because it is such a meme. 
I wanted to see what it was about. And, man, it's dumb, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Up until they started recycling the same jokes over and over and over again. Like, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Because, okay, the premise is about uh, four dudes. They're like, I think, 17 to 20 um, that are on a mission from Earth to um, colonize a, a new planet called Jumbro um, for Earth. And then when their ship sets out, they found it, like it, it's like three days after their ship sets out, they're supposed to go into like a 20-year cryogenic sleep. And the Earth breaks out in a nuclear war, and they think it's destroyed. And as soon as that happens, a black hole also opens up and basically leads them straight to the planet they're supposed to go to. So it takes them three days to get there when it should take 20. Um, so they land on this planet, and you know, it's still they're still they're still kind of reeling from the fact that the Earth's probably destroyed. Um, and this mysterious interdimensional being shows up out of nowhere and offers them a like a potion or something that will transform one of them into a girl because none of them realize that you can't repopulate a civilization with four dudes. You have to have a female. And they automatically all turn to Chris, who is basically like designed exactly to look like a female for him to be the one to take the potion. Um, and that becomes like a running joke throughout the entire thing where they all kind of want to fuck Chris because he looks like a girl, but there are no girls because he's a trap. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so like the first chapter is basically them just like fighting over like Chris turning into a girl and then just like talking about like their other options. And the scientist girl, um, comes up with an idea that if they do take this potion, maybe their physical attributes will have to do with them turning into a girl. So they take the dude with the biggest dick because that would translate to the girl with the biggest tits. Um, <laughs> so that was the thing. Um, that first, that was basically the first chapter was that they decided not to do it because then they find out that other ships also left earth from different countries. So in their head, one of those ships is filled with nothing but women, and that's what they're waiting on. Um, By the sense uh, this direction of the series is taking, whenever these ships do show up, it's literally going to be a sausage fest. <laughs> or it's going to be you know a ship what? full of traps. Yeah, we're going to get there. Because I, I, I stopped reading at Chapter 11 because it's something you have to take in doses. You can't just binge read it all because it just gets so dumb. Um. Because, like, the second chapter, the, the interdimensional being comes back and was like, all right, I have two options for you. You can have a speed of light communicator where you can communicate with these other ships, or you can have a maid. And they're like, well, we kind of want a maid. And, like, and then it turns out to be, like, something really sweet because they see in her eyes that she's looking at a picture and they think she's lost from her family. So they pick the maid to send her home. And it turns out that she had been, like, taken from her family and all that stuff. Sent her and home so, like, where? Back to her planet because she got eaten by a wormhole. Because apparently uh, the, the the being the interdimensional being can apparently do anything, and it basically revealed that he's just there to fuck with them. Yep, not touching this. I'm not going to lose brain cells. <laughs> he's just there yeah. to fuck with them. Hey Zach, just so, wait till you hear about uh, chapter four. Oh no, I've yeah. read his little rants oh, okay. on on our Discord, <laughs> yeah. but still. So 
so it gives them the, the communicator to communicate with these other ships and they realize in order for the communicator to work, the other ships would have to have light speed communicators. So they basically got nothing out of it. But the interdimensional being did give them alien porn, which actually comes into play later, as dumb as it sounds. Um, so yeah, then we get to chapter three, which I believe is one where they like find a lake and go swimming, and it's another Chris looks like a girl, so it's a trap thing, where the basically the whole chapter is them trying not to get Chris to get in the water because they don't want him to take off their his clothes because then they'll become aroused. And yeah, kind of see if the joke gets played out a little bit too much. Um, yeah, and then chapter four is the one where um, it starts out with Geralt saying that this is the story of how he died. And it's all about them trying to save Geralt because he can only poop on his own toilet. And they're out in the middle of the woods and he can't poop. And he hadn't pooped in five days. And so he's going to die unless they get into a toilet. And that's literally the whole chapter. Is then trying to save him because he can't poop. See, Alex, you're laughing. I'm losing brain cells here. <laughs> I yeah, no. this. <laughs> and then I, I don't even remember what happens in the chapters. I'm just going to keep going on. So, like, then there's another one where they're, like, starting to, they're, like, we've been here for a while. We need to start naming these places. So Geralt's like, all right, we're going to name this new Geralt city. And they're like, now you can't name it that. Why are you naming it that? And he's like, because I want to name it after me. And they're like, you can't do that. And so he's like, okay, what do you guys name it? Saga's like, okay, well, I should name the characters. So there's the um, the physicist, the astrophysicist Geralt, their captain Saga, the engineer Baba, and their doctor, which is Chris. And so Geralt wants to name it new Geralt city. Saga just was like, we should name it Saga. Like, now you can't do that. And Baba's like, we should name this. It means Great Father in Swahili, and it's something, but it's Baba, basically. And Chris was like, no, no, those are words. You can't just name that for yourself. So he's like, we should name it Blue Chrysalis something. And everyone's just like, you you, you put Chris in there, though. And he didn't realize it. And that's basically 19 pages of them naming things after themselves and not real. And like Chris being like, no, that's not good. And then Naming it something and it has over here. It has a little literally Chris in it where everything he says, and they're like, he doesn't realize it though. But the best one is Geralt once named the forest Poop Street to commemorate their friendship and how they saved his life when he couldn't poop. Yeah. Zach, I feel like your reaction to this is similar to the reaction Josh has had up until this point with Mashal. No, my reaction is you're laughing about this, but don't understand how Maury King is still alive. Yeah. I mean, touche. When you you boil down A A Gravity Boys, it's just like just a bunch of. Oh, man. It's. It's. It's so dumb, but it's kind of funny sometimes in small doses. Because, like, I read uh, I read a few more chapters the other day, and so they, they meet the intelligent inhabitants of Jumbro, and they're called Jumbros, and they're basically dicks. In they're personality or physicality? No. Physically, they're cartoon dicks. All right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the a only reason... child for enjoying the only this. Reason, the only reason they can communicate with them is the porn, the interdimensional, interdimensional being brought them. 
is the only way they can communicate with them because they all fucking learned alien languages from reading porn. Wait, they read the articles? They did everything. <laughs> it's four dudes on a planet by themselves. They're lonely. They did everything that you could possibly do. The one magazine they were left with. And they all learned the alien language from it. <laughs> yeah. So, so wait. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ask. I'm going to regret asking this. But um, go for it. So they learned this alien language for this planet, which means the porn, the interdimensional being, was from that planet, but you've just told me this inhabitants are penis people. So did yeah. they just what, read a magazine of female penises? No. So from the way that I'm getting it from the story is that all the aliens in the world speak the same language. It's just not English or anything that's on Earth. And so you can learn it from porn magazines because the maid was actually, it was an alien from a different planet, but she looked like a female human, which is why the interdimensional being tinted them with it because she looked like a female human and he knows they're all horny and want to fuck because there's been a whole fucking 45 page chapter of it up until that point. So there are other aliens <laughs> in, the, in the universe, <laughs> but the ones that inhabit Jumbro, yeah, the ones that inhabit Jumbro, which <laughs> that's the planet name, are penises. So, um, but yeah, exactly, uh, exactly what you called happened in I think chapter nine or ten is that another ship comes in and they all are under the impression that it's all females and they're going to get some. And it's all dudes, four dudes, and a female robot. And what made me quit reading it is because as soon as the leader of these dudes sees Chris, he automatically thinks he's a girl and tries to fuck him. And I was like, I'm done for a little bit. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Zach can't do this anymore. He's done. <laughs> oh, Zach, let me make it even better for you. I totally forgot the chapter where the interdimensional being offers them one wish. And he's goes about to like, turn you down. Yeah, and you're turned down. <laughs> we should. We need parts to fix the spaceship. And draw, girls like he wants something, but he goes for something else. And Chris is the only one that's like, "Oh, we need like specimens and stuff from this planet to make medicines." And then Bob is like, "I want to get my dick wet," and they have to fight to the death. But it's not a real death fight, but they have to fight to figure out who gets their wish. And obviously the interdimensional being who is solely there is admitted to this at this point that he's only there to fuck with them. He's controlling Baba so that he can grant Baba's wish and not give them anything they want. So yes, that's 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 the first eleven chapters of, of Gravity Boys. How it's still going, I don't know. Is it entertaining? Kind of. Amazing. Is it though? I don't know. It. I was losing brain cells talking about it. That's why everything was all jumbled up. Because while it's funny in small doses, talking about eleven chapters in one sitting just makes me feel dumb. So, Alex, how's Josakura family? <laughs> Zach is so done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll hop over now. I did start reading Mission uh, Yozakara Family. 
Yo, this is actually pretty solid. Uh, this I, I also noticed uh, some cells on it too. Cells aren't too bad, you know, for uh, an ongoing series. Currently at chapter fifty nine, which I am caught up to. I read all fifty nine chapters up to this episode uh, episode of Animan, so I will be Congrats, reviewing. Man. I will be reviewing fifty nine here very soon. Uh, it's actually really good, man. Like, I one of the things that I love about it, you know, is that there's so many different characters, but they do so well in building each character and having so many different personalities that all just kind of mold well together. And it's a lot, it's really cool, man. It's all like, you know, it's, it's very, it's mafia based. That's the whole purpose of the series. It's all based on the mafia, the under the underworld, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, the main family, the Yuzakara family, uh, the main character, uh, Tayo is friends with the, who's going to become the 10th head of the family. They're, they're childhood friends, whatever. And, um, he, in, in the Suna? First, See, that's what I, I, I get Hitman <laughs> reward vibes with this, which I guess is one reason why I like it so much is because you get a real diverse cast of characters that all kind of mold well together in 10th head. That I thought was funny. But anyway, so yeah, Toya, he's the main character, our MC. He's friends with the, uh, who's going to end up becoming the 10th head. Uh, uh, Mitsumi, I believe is her name. I'm horrible with names. I just drew a blank. Uh, but basically the first chapter, you know, they're friends doing their thing. He's super shy. Like when people start to talk to him, he basically fucking faints and passes out. And then there's this, uh, this dude who is the vice principal of the school, uh, comes over, you know, and starts talking to him, whatever. And then he pull and he's starting to talk about, Wait, we're at a school. Yes, we are at a school. They're in school. They're only like 16 years old. Is it mafia school? No, no, this is actual school. This is actual school. Like, they're, they're just in school. Like, Toya has no idea about the whole mafia stuff right now. As okay. of this moment that I'm explaining, he has no clue. Are we in Japan, Italy? Where? I believe we're in Japan. Yeah, I believe we're in Japan. Fuck off, Japan, and your mafia shit. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, he's friends, with, he's friends with uh, uh, Mitsumi, and, uh, you know, he the vice principal comes over and chats to him, and uh, he's giving off some really weird vibes, and he's talking about that. Like fr- diddle vibes? Yes. Oh, well, shit, okay. <laughs> at least that's how it's portrayed at first. Uh, there's a character that I very heavily relate uh, this particular character to in another series. So he's sitting there talking to Toya, and he's talking about um, his friendship with Mitsumi, and he pulls out his phone, and he starts showing, like, childhood photos of Mitsumi. And Toya's just like, shit, this dude's like a fucking pedo. It's like, <laughs> Toya's freaked out. He's like, I have to fucking warn her as quickly as possible. And then like some gas like fills the room, knocks him out cold, whatever. He wakes up and, you know, now he's in a house. He's Welcome, Mr. Bonds. It seems you've fallen into my trap. Basically, uh, you know, the, the vice principal's left there. And, uh, you know, now he's now with Mitsumi and he's just like, hey, what the fuck's going on? Who's all the fuck these people? She's like, oh yeah, this is all my, you know, this is all my siblings. Siblings, uh, we're you know we're part of a mafia family. I'm the next head. What's up? That person that you were talking to is actually my older brother, you know, who just really wants to protect me, and he sees you as a threat. So the vice principal is the is the eldest brother of this family, and I kind of when I said relate him to another character, I relate him to uh, how how do you pronounce his name? Gosh from Black Clover. I'm horrible. Oh, Gosh. Gosh. Yes. I relate his personality kind of similar. To so that. is a Siscon? Yes. Hardcore. Now see, you see in the very first page, 
a tease at why he is so obsessed with his younger sister. And it's because, well, she's set to be the next head of the family. And in the very first page, you see like something from the past where like there was like fire all around, destroyed building and stuff. And he's, you know, holding her when she was younger. And he swore at that moment that he was never going to let anything happen to her again. And you get to see more about that later on. That it's one of those things with her being the head of the family, the future head that is, you know, the rest of the siblings all need to protect her. And he, in that moment that you see in the first page, he failed at it. And you'll start, and, and that kind of sets it up more where he's just like super overprotective of his sister. So the first chapter is all pretty much all of his sibling, all the siblings to Mitsumi is also like, hey, Toya, you're pretty cool. We're going to try to make sure our older brother doesn't fucking kill you. So go hide somewhere and we're going to do our best to kick his ass. And then he like, he, then he's just sitting there drinking tea behind him. He's like, Whose ass are you going to be kicking today? Out of curiosity, you say all these siblings, are they all male? Is it a mix? It's a mix. Okay. Yes, it is a mix. Uh, There are two more brothers, and then I think the rest are are sisters, I believe. I think, or no, I think there's three more brothers. I know there's two more brothers for sure. And it's, it's real interesting how all the different characters are portrayed, like the character Shinzo, which also shout out to that name because I used to love that fucking Disney show, Shinzo, back in the day. That was a really, it was kind of like, it was like on the same lines of like a fucking like avatar where it's like kind of anime vibes, whatever, but it's made here in the West. But anyway, uh, so he's a huge weapon specialist. Okay. Any, you put a weapon in his hand and he's going to fuck you up, but you take any sort of weapon out of his hand. He's got nothing. He's the biggest pussy on the planet. And he's just like, Oh geez, don't fucking hit me, please. I'm scared. So that, you know, he's a very interesting character in that way. There's another character named, uh, Naya Noah, I believe is his name. He's super, super big. He wears a bucket on his head with a little smiley face drawn on it. He's like super, like looks like roided up, whatever. Uh, you get to see more about his character. About Is he the biggest softy in the world? No. Um, yeah, he's actually the youngest brother. Um, and he actually has like a mutation that create that makes him that way. He takes some drugs to bring him back to his normal form, which is like a, a little kid, a little innocent kid. But he just has like a, a terrible mutation that create makes him like super fucking big and buff, whatever. So for this first chapter, uh, how it ends up concluding is they come up with a plan where to save Toya's life. They, they force need... him to marry her? Yes, actually. Yes. That's, <laughs> that was the plan, was to get Toya and Mitsumi to marry each other so he is part of the family because there's the family rule that there is no killing among family members. Um, Mitsumi is the one that actually shuts it down, but not because of anything against Toya, but it's more because... Toya has lost his entire family. You see, this is also within the first few pages. His, he had his mother and father and younger brother passed away, and he's pretty much all alone. And she does, and he, that's you know one reason that helps prompt him to be like super shy around people and doesn't really get real close. And she doesn't want to force Toya into a situation where he now has to adjust being around all these other people, even though he's very comfortable with her. And the chapter ends up ending where he ends up taking the ring to you know confirm their marriage it's like yeah i I don't know i'm not gonna i don't know i'm not gonna call it magical something i don't know but basically when he puts the ring on it's i guess it's more techno technological based where he puts the ring on it's like all right acknowledged you're gonna be the husband to the 10th head of the family uh which then prevents there's a referee show (laughs) basically more or less which then prompts the eldest brother and be like fuck i can't kill you now even though i really want to fucking murder you you little shit yeah like he like like the eldest brother absolutely cannot stand toya but he starts to kind of 
somewhat grow on him a little bit, but he still tries to kill him throughout this whole fucking series in a, in a non-discreet way. I mean, like literally in chapter three, uh, when they were, you know, he, you know, now they're training Toya to be a spy because there's a bunch of spies in the, in the family. So they're training this, you're training Toya to basically keep up with the rest of the family. Like, Hey, you're part of this spy family. It's time for you to learn to be a spy and, you know, this and that, whatever. So, you know, even like a couple chapters, uh, later, you know, the eldest brother is just like, Unfortunately, you're part of the family, so therefore I cannot let you die. But if I accidentally, and he's act like he's going to drop him off a building, you know. So that's pretty much the meme throughout the whole series involving those two is that he's constantly trying to fucking kill him while trying to continue to peck it, uh, protect his uh, youngest sister. So basically when it comes to the whole, you know, even though she um, isn't like the eldest, whatever, you know, and she's going to become the head. So the way this family works is that there's going to be someone that's going to be born that's not going to really have any like enhanced physical abilities or traits or anything. And that's Mitsumi in this case. And in, whenever that certain, you know, person is born, they're the one who has the special like trait in their, in their blood system, however you want to refer to it, that is going to be able to pass that on, you know, for future generations. So like all the other f- members of the family, they are all like physically enhanced and they can't pass that on, you know, uh, to the to their children so the head of the family is chose based on that fact and it also means that mitsumi is a constant target which ties into the whole protecting her at all costs because everyone is trying to kidnap her and basically steal her heart so they can use her blood to basically create super soldiers which there is a moment we do get to see in in the manga so far where there's like a bunch of super soldiers they have to fight which is pretty which is actually a fucking really dope few chapters super cool to see so like everyone's mission is to protect Mitsumi at all costs and that's now Toya's mission is just to train enhance his body and protect her at all costs so is this an action drama or drama slice of life action drama okay secondly why the fuck would you mess up genetics so bad like what the fuck don't know man that's just how it works in the series (laughs) yeah no, I mean, it's it's honestly really good. Um, you know, you love the slice of life stuff that's in the series of Mitsumi and Toya kind of like, you know, they're already like childhood friends, but them kind of, gr- you know, growing closer. You know, the chapters where... You know, where basically Toya has a chapter for kind of like each of the each of the siblings, you know, for them to kind of grow closer. Those are all really great chapters. Um, and, you know, now as of recently, you know, our MC just got like a little bit of a power up um, as well as a new weapon as of just like chapter 58 or 59. They inject blood into him. Yes. Dude, you're calling this left and right. Like, god damn, dude. I've read too much shit. Yeah, dude, you're calling this left and right. Yeah, he was basically on his deathbed, and uh, it was a last resort type of situation where Mitsumi injected her blood into him because she has the special blood, whatever, and gives him a power-up. It's pretty, I mean, and then the fighting has been really entertaining. Uh, There's a character, you know, and it's funny because I already mentioned that this series gives me like some big Hitman Reborn vibes. There's a character that's part of like a government agency that literally, I swear to God, could pass off as like a less like detailed toned down Hibari, like to a fucking T, man. Like I see him like, Hibari, what the fuck are you doing over here? But like, (laughs) like not to mention, not only does he look like Hibari, like he looks like Hibari in the face, but meanwhile, he's wearing like the fucking, you know, the army outfit from Full Metal. So it's like a mix of like Roy Mustang and Hibari all in one. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I looking at? Right? What sort of fan fiction crossover is this for that particular character? Either way, I've really enjoyed it. 
this is something that I've kind of had on my radar a little bit for a while now. What prompted me to finally read it was the full cover page that I saw of the MC with his new weapon that I just saw uh, one of the Twitter accounts that I follow post. I just thought it looked really fucking cool. I'm just like, okay, okay. I, I, I guess I'll see what this series is about, see what's going on with it. I mean, I enjoy it. I've had a lot of laughs. Um, the, like the character building has been honestly, in my opinion, very well done. Um, you know, now that we've kind of reached a point where they're really starting to lay the groundwork out for, you know, where the story is going to kind of head in the future, you know, therefore the, the one thing that I, I will take away from it, um, in a bad way is like the first like 20 ish chapters, it feels like, where is this story going kind of vibes? Like, I mean, it's a lot of different, you know, character development in terms of like, you know, that's where you get a lot of the, uh, like Toya with his siblings and stuff. But at the same time, in terms of a story, it's like, where exactly are we going with this? Besides the fact that you just have to protect Mitsumi at all costs. Like where the fuck is this series going? And it's really started to get hammered out in the twenties and the thirties and stuff where we really have a direction for where everything's going. And it, it's honestly really good. I hoped, I hope this series doesn't end. I mean, it's 59 chapters, it's, you know, cells aren't horrible. Um, but you know, they're not what they are with like, you know, some other, you know, newer series that really started to rise the ranks like Dr. Stones and black clovers and stuff like that, where they were kind of getting started. So I'm, I'm going to hope that it doesn't end, you know, anytime soon. Cause I'm personally really enjoying it so far. All I got to ask is you're your cause family versus your from spy family. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her versus the entire family. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, Hope, you know, can't wait to keep reading this. Uh, It's it's actually probably going to be one of my first reads tomorrow, uh, if we're going to be completely honest. Um, So let's go ahead and just jump over from there. Unless, Josh, do you have anything that you want to ask or add on to that talk of that that manga? No. I'm good. Um, so we've actually really drawn this stuff out quite a bit. We're actually at 55 minutes right now for this recording as of so far. So let's try to do some speed rounds here. See how, see if we, how quickly we can knock this out. If we can't, no big deal. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Let's hit some anime stuff. Uh, Zach, what'd you think of episode seven of Noblesse? I was laughing my ass off personally. I thought it was funny as fuck. It was funny. I honestly forgot that actually happened in the manga. Um, right. Honestly, I was expecting, was expecting us to get at least one more episode like that, but it looks like we're not going to. So I think that's actually pretty good for it. I think it is too. I'm excited to see what's going to come next. I know the next thing is we're going to see the grandfather come in at some point, and then that's when we'll start to see the Lord. Which and is rip for anyone who enjoyed the students. Yeah, basically big rip to that man. <laughs> they basically become pointless. Because during that episode, I remembered right the female companion. She just sort of disappeared in the anime. She at least still showed up in the manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking just gone though. What'd you guys think of uh, Jitsu Kaisen episode seven? Fun fact, uh, this episode had Jitsu Kaisen trending number one in Japan after it aired, which is always cool to see. We've seen that with Dragon Ball Super. We've seen that with My Hero. So that was really dope to see. I do want to backtrack real quick on Oblis as a real small note. Crunchyroll's really going down because with the release of the new episode, also the first episode showed up in French dub, German dub, Portuguese dub, and English dub. I did see that too. I did see that too. Shout out to that. Yeah, what did you guys think of episode 7 of Jujutsu Kaisen though? Like I said, number one trending in Japan. That's pretty hype. Yeah, I liked it. It was so good. Uh, It really did the chapter like justice. It was solid. The animation was great. The animation was fucking beautiful, man. I absolutely love it. Just overall 10 out of 10 time, dude. Gojo's broken. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. Um, so, uh, inv- you know, quick note on that. Uh, I actually just finished last night reading like his, you know, backstory in the manga. So oh, you, cool. Just so you two know where I'm at in the manga right now. I just finished that up. So that was that was all really interesting to see. Uh, what about Yashihime episode seven? This kind of bored me again. Again, yeah. I was kind of bored. It was just the first episode. Just it was. Well, at least now it was the know. other side of the first episode. Yeah, it was the other side yeah. of the first episode. So now we're kind of moving forward, I guess. Yeah, because I feel like not a whole lot happened other than I'm assuming that person she met in the tree might be this villain that we saw at the beginning because he seems like he, he has he's not all there. Yeah, he, so, I think he works for the villain at least. I'm going on a wild shot call and saying that the Kinamaro, I think, no, I don't think that's his name, but the head demon, I think he might have multiple bodies. It's possible. I mean, Naraku kind of did the same thing, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that, no, that wouldn't surprise me either. I did see in the episode preview, the next episode, we will get to see Inuyasha and Kagome, probably in a flashback, but either way, we'll get to see them next episode, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's going it, to be, it because like it, yeah. what I got from it is, looks, whatever demon they're fighting puts them all into dream state. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be cool to get them back on screen, even even if it is in a flashback state. So, yeah. um, what about Dragon Quest Episode Seven? Because I actually saw from a few people on Twitter that I follow that watched the series as well that this episode was actually really good. Is what I what I gathered. It was very good character building. Okay, not a whole lot happened in action sense, but in character building, it was very good. I still hate Pop. He's a little better. Still hate him, though. Yeah, the, the main person that I follow said the same thing. He's like, Pop's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even, I, I, I don't know, but... <laughs> uh, I failed to mention it last week, but... Uh, Man? Main? Ma'am? Her name is M-A-A-M. She's okay. also a student of Avon, of before them. Mm-hmm. And more or less, it's her building up a her and her discovering that Avon has unfortunately perished and her trying to make a decision whether she wants to join the two of them on in their journey. And then just a villain yelling, Oh, you've hurt me. I'll be back and I'm going to kill you. Die runs away. <laughs> so, I mean, I, like, I, like I said, I enjoyed episode two. I'll pick it back up again. I will. Uh, I, episode two. I did enjoy. So episode three, I will watch at some point. I just don't know when you're shaking your head. No, but I promise I will. Because I enjoyed episode I mean, two, so I will. I, I kind of lost hope when I got on there to watch Yashihime today, and I hey, saw Dragon Quest episode hey, two still on the queue, hey, and I was like, <laughs> hey, hey, fuck off. I'm going to do it, okay? I'm determined now. I will not go down like this, goddammit. I will I will continue it. Just just remember, I'll know if you don't. I know. I, Josh will be able to call me out of my bullshit, just like how Zach called me out of my bullshit about not reading Kaiju a week or two ago. <laughs> Which no chapter today, so I'm good. I'm yeah, good. no, just images this week. Yeah, just images. So I'm good. All right, let's wrap up the show with the chapters. Um, start off with the weekly Shonen Jump stuff we're reading. Kicking things off immediately with probably the biggest hype series at the moment, My Hero Academia 291. What do you guys rate this one? So much cloth. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking everywhere. <laughs> It's like a goddamn fashion show out there. It's exactly what it is. I don't know. I'd give it like a, a seven. It wasn't as high as the last few chapters were. Eight. 
I give it a, I give it about it probably an eight, man. I love the ending though. I love the ending. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it was, was it was a very good chapter just because we're all getting to see just how the society in general, regardless of how this arc ends, the society is most definitely going to change. Yeah, the society is oh, going to change, definitely. and the society is on a tipping scale right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I definitely think an eight is deserving, maybe even a nine, just because I mean it's really good writing. It's really yeah. good writing with how the how society's taking this, but. That ending, though. Let's go. Fucking cloth everywhere. <laughs> All right. What did you guys... I didn't... I, I know, Josh, you said there was no spoilers. I didn't get around to it. But what did you guys think of the the freebie chapter of the week for Jujutsu Kaisen 129.1? It was just a meme, basically. Eh, pretty much. Was yeah. I don't I don't think it's worth, like, rating. I mean, I would give it, like, a 12 out of 10 just because, like, I thought it was really funny just because they were just basically doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah, it was right. just a fourth wall break chapter. Okay. Yeah. Josh, I mean, what? if nothing else, then for the the scene where they like spin the wheel and like, all right, let's go to the beach, and then it's just Big Brother and the speedo. Yeah. <laughs> Big Brother, she said the speedo fucking posing. And it, yeah, and then it's not even actual beach; it's just a fucking backdrop. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to stop and actually go check out that chapter. But I mean, like I said, I'm I'm right after the uh like the uh, the past stuff with um Gojo and everything. So I mean, I'm at, I'm in like the 80s. I'm not that too far away. Yeah. I think. I think. I mean, it's the 80s. like I said. Yeah, I guess right you can there. just read it whenever because it's basically just some like we got an anime, we made it, we can do whatever the fuck we want now. Yeah, that's literally yeah, that's what all it is. Chapter. I mean, that sounds yeah. about right. Uh, Josh, what'd you think of One Piece nine hundred and ninety five closing in on that big one thousand? Yeah, getting close, getting close. This is a good chapter, to be honest. I don't really remember it. Um, <laughs> I remember bits and pieces. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it like an eight, just because yeah, it, it's, it was good. Um, just they had not, fighting kind of Uh, well, some people. Some people are. Yeah, some people are fighting Kaido right now. Um, not the Straw Hats, though. They are dealing with other things that are dumb. Yeah, like Big uh, Mom. And the game of tag with Scratchman and Pooh. <laughs> which is basically what that chapter was, so that's one. You're going like, to tell me Silver really Fox Foxy has returned in the main series, too. <laughs> nah, nah. Silver Fox Foxy, I think he's just going to stay in that one arc and never come back in the manga like he does in the anime yeah i mean it was it was a good chapter um nothing really happened um so yeah i agree with you it didn't really feel like anything happened you know we had that really awesome ending the chapter before um and now it just felt like you know not the greatest follow-up in my opinion so i'd give it probably like a seven not just not a lot happened we're still getting the build-up dude big shit's about to go down though it felt like content i think um the end is what really did it for me, if I'm remembering the end correctly. That's fair. So. Mashal, chapter 39. Four. Shut up, Josh. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, sort of I read it. I'm sort of with him on the lower end for this chapter, because not a whole lot happened. No, no, not a whole lot happened. But I mean, I would give a five, because honestly, like there wasn't even really any character building other than poor side character got fucking ass raped. Yeah. Yeah, and I want you to know before you tell me to shut up. I read every chapter of Mashal. I am caught up. I'm, I'm so giving proud four of you. as an honest opinion because I laughed my ass off when they were like, "So you really don't have magic?" I use it. I use magic. I use magic. I, I use, use magic. magic. <laughs> I use magic, and I laughed really hard at that. That's why I get the four. He doesn't have magic. He has magic. He, he has magic. magic. Yeah. I'd probably give it a six, honestly. I mean, the chapters still continue to fucking just make me laugh, and I just enjoy the ride, man. It's a fun ride. 
I'm glad you finally caught up though, Josh. I this series is it's it's just a fun fucking break every week when we have all this other shit going on. You know why he it was is. able to rate it? He had he killed off his brain so reading a Gravity Boys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, actually I finished Mashable before I even started reading your Gravity Boys. My brain cells were already dead by the time I started Gravity Boys. <laughs> Which probably makes me understand why you read eleven chapters of it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. Let's hop over to Phantom Seer. So last week, Zach and just I made skipping a riff. over Chainsaw Man. Yeah, well, you're right. Uh, I'm, re- I'm reading based on your script, man. Yeah, that's true. It is the next thing on the script. I keep doing that, man. It's dyslexia. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not dyslexia. I keep reading the wrong thing. Not dyslexia. That's not dyslexia. Dyslexia would mean you like you couldn't read it all. You'd be like, you read it as Yeah, Chainsaw Man chapter ninety-three. Sex. I don't know. I'd give it like a, a seven. I, I agree on a seven. I think a seven's uh, a good rating for it, personally. He knows what he's fighting for. <laughs> 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 fucking <laughs> fucking schoolgirls, apparently. He knows what he's fighting for, and that's what matters. Yeah. All right, now let's go over the Phantom Seer, which shout out to the fact that, like, Zach and I talked about last week about how Chapter 11 was, like, some good shit happened and we were really exciting and then completely forgot to even rate it. And then you couldn't even rate it. Yeah, so shout out to that. So we're going to rate Chapters 11 and 12. Uh, Josh, you're still not caught up, right? I am caught up. Oh, perfect, perfect. All right, so what did you guys think of Chapters 11 and 12? They were good. 11 was better than 12. 11 was definitely better. Yeah. I was about to say, 11, at least at the time when I read it, was probably a nine for me. Twelve, probably a seven. I can oh. actually agree with that. I think. Yeah, I can agree with it too. I think the ending of chapter twelve is really good, though. Yeah, ending was good, but just what we got in eleven, the ending, how it's just set up and the reveal and everything, then what we actually got in twelve, kind of a letdown. Yeah, I, it was. It was you. a bit of a letdown. I feel you. I feel you. That's actually fair. Yeah, I think seven's probably a good way to go. Then that's that's fair. Other than just weird beckoning hand magic bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm really anxious to see what volume one's going to do for this series. I, I already saw the cover art for it. I am very anxious to see the sales on this because uh, I'm really enjoying the series. It's really starting to kind of build itself up a little bit more now. And I hope it is. I hope it does well. I really do. Um, so next up, we have Dr. Stone 174. Are you still reading this without yes. no back context? Yes. Yes, I am. God damn it. Well, this uh, from... uh, how are you doing that? I mean, it's quite easy. I know, I know they got away. They re- revealed their magic formula, found a lolly in the woods. Uh, they now need rubber. Um, they're scared because they're going to get caught, and apparently someone can snipe the shit out of them. Okay, well, now you're spoiling me on it because I have no idea what's going on because I only watched the first season. Out well, these are just context it. clues I got because I still don't know any of these characters other than the <laughs> lolly that they introduced. This chapter, it's another one of those kind of just boring ones, kind of setting up for the bigger stuff to come. This is like a five for me, personally. I, it lost me pretty quick. Yeah, it was just planning. Yeah, it's all it is is planning, man. So it lost me pretty quick. Uh, chapter 59 for me, for Yuzakora, that probably like a nine. It was so fucking good, dude. Like the last two chapters, if I was if I rated it last week too, probably have been back-to-back nines. Like it's, it's some really good chapters. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, going over to Jump Plus, uh, I did get a new chapter of My Hero Vigilantes, chapter 89. Uh, this is still probably like a five or a six for me. It's real tough for me to get on board with like these like backstories for characters when it's on like this bi-weekly schedule for and it's not like super like 
you know, involving really pulls you in, whatever. I mean, seeing a young Mirako is cool. That's cool. But other than that, it's it's not really drawing me in right now. So probably like a five or six for me. What about Deranged Detective Chapter 5? I really enjoyed this one. This one's like probably like a solid eight. I'm excited for part two. I mean, honestly, I feel like a six for me because we got this odd, I'm assuming going to be a rival of some sort because I don't really see him being an ally. And just the fact that when it started and showed the characters, I mean, went, he's the one who did it. Then we get the end towards the end. It was like, he's still the one who's did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think I give his lower just because it was very predictable writing for me. And if we get a twist next week, great. I'll give it a higher score. Until then, yeah. Fair. Uh, next up, I have Eden Zero, Chapter 119. This is probably a little bit of a step down from the last couple of chapters. The last couple of chapters have been super hype. Uh, this one's probably only like maybe like a 7, maybe a 6 for me. Uh, I mean, it's still a good chapter. It's still just, you know, basically, you know, fighting, you know, setting up for the bigger fight that's going to happen kind of later. Um, but, yeah, I'd probably say like a 6 or 7. It was all right. It wasn't – it didn't blow me out of the water like the last couple did. Uh, jumping over from there, let's talk about some of the web tunes that we're currently reading uh we got solo leveling 127 this is like a nine man this shit is so i still hype. stick what i said last one i give it a 10 yeah dude this shit is so good right now fucking yeah no great just once again uh people being scared of the shit he goes into and him just going straight at it yeah i'm i'm really excited to see how this series continues to play out you know this is it yeah, 127 was so fucking good. I mean, if we really wanted to, we could go read the light novel. It's finished. I mean, that's true. We could. <laughs> uh, what about God of High School 489? It's just a lot of fighting. I mean, it's a lot of fighting, some chit-chat here and there, whatever. You know, the person he's fighting is just like, how dare you look upon, down upon me by not using your powers? And he's just like, yeah, bro, I'm being stalked right now. I can't. <laughs> See, my my thing is fucking feels for Mira and Dai yeah, Wei. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day, dude. Yeah, we did get to see Mira come back in this chapter as well. Uh, for me, I'd probably give this one uh, probably about seven. I think seven's good for me. Seven? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, sooner or later, we're, we're wrapping up this series. It's not too far from being done, honestly. Unordinary came back after a two-week break. We have uh, chapter 208 that just dropped uh, last night, I think. Uh, what do you think of it? I hope that shit's going to get wild soon. I do, too. I think it is, you know, because I know the creator said before this break that, you know, they didn't really want to take a break until this current arc is finished, uh, which kind of indicates to me that the arc's not too far from being done with the way they worded it. Mm -hmm. Um, So shit's about to get wild here pretty soon. I'm very curious how exactly it's all going to get wild. I'm going to take a guess. Arlo goes to help Seraphine. Seraphine still manages to get captured. Uh, Laser Beam and John have a... Laser Beam. I can't remember his name. It's like, it starts with a B. But Laser Beam and John have a good old fist fight. Hopefully in the rain, but I'll be okay if it's just gloomy. Uh, <laughs> and maybe they come to some sort of agreement of I kill you, you kill me. Mm-hmm. And leave it at that. I guess we'll see how it plays out, man. Uh, I, this series is a lot of fun, man. A lot of, a lot of fun to read. Uh, last up, we got uh, Weak Hero and LSC that you're reading. What would you think? What would you rate these uh, light, latest chapters that came out? Fucking Weak Hero has been so on fucking point. I'm going to give it a nine, this chapter. Okay. It's finally the... So this is the fourth chapter where it's literally just been 
Ben and Jake fighting, but this is the final finale of it, finally finishing the fight. And it's literally just been a giant character building of these two characters beating the crap out of each other. And we finally got the end of the fight. We got a winner. Asshole third party showed up. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah, because they saw how it was going to go, didn't like how it was going to go, and hit the winner in the back of the head. So next chapter is going to be a beat down of the third party, I'm hoping. That's what I'm going for. So nine. Okay. Then Elcide. Elcide was also really good this week. So we've been having the fight of the unaffiliated versus the affiliated. Mm-hmm. Last week's chapter was the non-strong unaffiliated, unaffiliated kids getting wrecked. Mm-hmm. Then Wu In, Jai Wu's friend, whose name I remember this week, he rolls up at the end of the chapter, completely destroys an affiliated kid before they can do anything. We get to this chapter, it's Jai Wu's fight versus Numbnuts, who's been antagonizing. Numbnuts. <laughs> I can't remember his name. He's not a character I care about right now, because after this, he's probably not going to be relevant. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, he's been antagonizing Jai Wu for some time and whatnot, so he just comes out swinging after seeing Wu in wreck people and tries to destroy Jai Wu. Jai Wu gets in some good hits, and unfortunately... It gets a flip around and everything, and just it's a, it's a good thing of just showing how much um, I guess what's the best way either endurance or willpower Jai Wu has because it's he he gets beat pretty bad, <laughs> and but it ends with a whole thing of in the middle of this different situation he manages to do a turnaround, and the last panel is just a him with his fist ups beat to hell just but with this sort of I'm a whoop your ass still. <laughs> Sooner or later, I'm going to continue this. I, mean, I, I keep fucking saying it every week, but I promise I am. Elseed's getting good, man. It's getting there. So I would give this chapter an eight of Elseed. Okay. Uh, one little special shout out for a chapter review that I'm going to do. A series that I have not talked about on this show, but a series that I do read every single week along with my, with my other friend, Zach. I'm going to give a shout out to the latest chapter of Mage and Demon Queen. <laughs> 10 out of 10 chapter. <laughs> 10 out of 10 chapter. It finally happened. Let's go. I, I really enjoy that series. It's really good. It cracks me up. It's good. It's a good rom-com. Good rom-com. It's not my normal cup of tea, but God damn it, it's fucking good. I writing. mean, you, you need to go read freaking uh, Arch. I asked an Arch Demon, an Archduke Demon for love advice. Is that on Webtoon? It's on Webtoon. Okay. And it's another weird web uh, uh, rom-com. Okay. I'll have to look into it. I'm always looking for new stuff to read on Webtoon. You know, because I've, I've got Week here I want to continue on. I've got uh, El Cid I want to continue on. Boxer, Hardcore Leveling Warrior. Those are some that I've just started that I haven't got really far into. But yeah, shout out to the latest chapter of Mage and Demon Queen. If you read Mage and Demon Queen, you know why it's a 10 out of 10. Great fucking chapter. Let's fucking go. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for the show. A little bit of a lengthy one. Had a lot of stuff to talk about today. But hey, that's fine. You know, we want to talk about this shit. Do you two have anything that you want to say to wrap up the show here? Happy Thanksgiving to everyone who celebrates Thanksgiving. That's true. That's true. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday shopping if you do that. You know, hopefully you have a good holiday uh, with your family, friends, whatever. Wear a mask. Don't get close to people. Preferably go online. True. Yeah, true. Josh, you got anything? No. No, I agree with what you guys said. Okay. All right, well, that's going to do it from us, guys. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of Animan. Make sure to uh, go check out all the socials and all that good stuff. And um, if you like I said, if you want to support us further, 
Patreon is a great way to do it. Uh, we'll be back next time with episode 10. We're in double digits now. That's pretty hype. Uh, so, yeah. Until next time, guys, have a good one. Later. Pete Anna, man. <laughs>